0: The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at Real the Underdog.
1: Yeah, welcome to Get Paid, your one stop shop for all things fantasy. Gambling and Daily Fantasy, we are proud partners of Underdog Media. You can also find us on podcast one you're listening to Sean and today we have a special edition we're bringing on Eric Zimmerman, my co-author from the Fantasy Baseball Almanac and Draft Guide. Eric Zimmerman, aka the Baseball Elam. How you doing, Eric?
0: Uh, doing good, man. Just fighting the good fight. Uh, you know, trying to trying to keep up with all the baseball things, trying to prove to the world that Pluto is still a planet all that good stuff
1: (laughs) yeah of course Pluto is not still a planet by the way you know the uh Pluto they um they deactivated or they they downgraded the planet because there are like you know thousands of of planets bigger than Pluto further out than Pluto and so they just didn't want to rather than add a bunch of planets they decided just to deactivate one so there you go there's Uh,
0: shenanigans shenanigans all day always always will be a planet in my heart
1: yeah uh, let's see here. So today I want to talk about, uh, you know, we're doing a, our catch up. I think we're a little bit late, um, from our monthly kind of check in, but I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about, uh, fantasy. Um, you know, we're, we're in the stretch run now. We're going towards the playoffs. I want to check in there. And then also, you know, for the, uh, for the odds, um, you know, who do you think is going to win? You know, kind of a check in for, uh, the favorites. I think some things have shaken up, you know, with, uh, you know, recent trades and everything from your point of view. So we'll see where we go. Um, but, you know, let, why don't we start, Eric, with, um, with, uh, fantasy baseball? So, you know, me as, uh, as, um, not as planned, but as assumed, I my team struggled for much of the year because I was taking over a really crummy team in a keeper league. For the first year, I've um, fulfilled my my goal of basically getting a, a starter roster, you know, full of pitchers. Um, and you, on the other hand, as predicted, uh, are leading the league. And um, So now you're kind of in pole position. So I want to just talk about from, you know, from a point of view, fantasy point of view, whether you are, um, you know, killing it in a dynasty league or a keeper league or regular league, or, you know, you're just kind of playing for next year if you're in a keeper league. I want to talk about from both those perspectives, you know, which players to target and all that. So let me ask you now, um, just, you know, straight up, as you are closing in um, on the playoffs and fortifying your roster, I know you're trying to, to, you know, basically stack people on the bench and then, uh, you know, have this as much pitching as you can. So who are you looking? What are the types of players you're looking for? And in a perfect world, maybe if they're not available in our league, Eric, uh, who would you be targeting if they weren't already on your roster or if, you know, we were in more of a uh, trade-savvy type league?
0: Um, Well, for me, uh, and actually I did just go make up one of these pickups uh, the other day, but pitching is where it gets really, really thin. This time of year, hitting is a little easier to find. Um, and I was actually surprised, you know, looking at it. And Steven Matz is still out there, and I think about 39% of the leagues. The guy seems like he's starting to turn the corner. The Mets are playing well, so he's getting offense behind him. Um, granted, they've kind of had a, you know, let's not get into the whole mess where everyone's crowning the uh, the Mets. Oh after, yeah, beating you know, <sighs> up on you yeah. Know, we can save straight, that one.
1: So. We can save that one for later um, when we talk about the uh, you know the odds and all that stuff. But yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. But we'll definitely talk about that a little later.
0: All right. But uh, the guy's been pitching really well of late. Um, whether he's fully turned a corner or not, he's someone that that, that looks like he's he's got uh, something to help out with. And in the pitching, or where, in a league where pitching is tough to come across at this point, especially he's he's a good add. Um, I could say the same thing about Cal Quantrill, who has been doing it for about a month and a half now. He's been lights out. He's been really really pitching well, and he's out there and only or available in over almost 80% of the leagues. Uh, I think he's rostered in 22% from what I was looking at. And the guy's just been been nonstop pitching really well, and they're not limiting his innings from what I can tell. So good add right there for the pitching. Um, you want to take it over to hitting. Um, this is kind of a deeper one, and one you can look at for offense down the stretch, as well as really if you're one of those teams that's more looking just to stash something for next year, especially in those dynasty leagues. Uh, Luis Robert. Uh, outfielder for the White Sox. He should get a September call-up at the very least, which means he can help your team down the stretch. The dude can flat-out hit, and he can hit a lot of homers. Uh, just a big, big, big horse. And he can absolutely crush the ball. So I think he's out there in 97%, 98% of the leagues right now available. And then another one is uh, in a position where it's kind of hard to find a lot of guys that can hit, uh, namely second base. Uh, if you're looking for trouble. For uh, excuse me, if you're looking for help, um, Keston Hira, second baseman for the Brewers, has just continued to hit since getting called up. He's out there in almost 50 percent of the leagues, and should be a good bat to pick up as well.
1: Yeah, I think everybody probably has already acted on uh, on Bichette coming out. Um, you know, lately, I know um, you know if if you probably missed that train, you're gone. But he uh, he's doing a little bit better than I think a lot of people um, maybe projected him to this early. But what are your thoughts on him?
0: Uh, well, if you want to go back to, uh, for those guys who bought our, our book there, if you want to go back and look at some of those guys that we pointed out early in the year um, in the rankings guys to target, his name would be up there near the top, um, so that should <laughs> be what you need to know right there. Uh, no, but um, good young player, didn't really ever seem to get the love, but I think that had more to do with him being behind Vlad than him not being the guy. It's kind of like when you looked back um, to when Jason Hayward and Freddie Freeman came up for the Braves. Um, Hayward got all the love. Hayward got all the attention. He was the guy. He was the savior. He was everything. And Freeman was just there kind of chugging along, doing his thing. I said to a buddy of mine at the time that Freeman was going to be the guy to build around, and he was going to be the bigger superstar and I got laughed at. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, look at that now. So not saying that Bichette's going to be a bigger star than Vlad, but it's the same kind of case where he's kind of the forgotten guy and didn't get quite the attention he deserved because of who he was behind.
1: Yeah, and I'm so, looking yeah. at um, I'm looking at your roster. I got to give you a, a big thumbs up for picking up Alvarez um, from Houston, um, kind of in the midway. You, you, you timed that one exactly right, and the dude's been on fire ever since. you want to talk about him for a little bit?
0: Oh, uh, shit. I don't know what, what you can say. I mean, I don't think you're going to find him in any of your leagues. The guy has been just unreal. Um, I I would say it's not sustainable, but it has been. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. He's been
0: doing it for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, it, it, I think he had maybe about a week in there where he scuffled, and then he just turned around, and, and it it came right back. The guy has been ridiculous, and I'm loving every second of it, and he's forcing himself into my keeper conversation, which is just making it harder because we only have 7 guys we can keep and I just don't know what the heck I'm going to do at this point.
1: Yeah, I know I made a I made a play to to keep eight even uh, which is funny because I had um one of the thinnest rosters coming in but I have some decisions to make. And actually that's a that's a good segue. So me being in a position where um you know, I think my my team has much improved from last year. Um, into this year because of my youth movement, you know, I went to draft nobody basically, other than um, kind of young bats and young pitchers, um, and I ended up with a pretty decent squad. Um, you know, no, nobody that could really come together at the right time. I mean, I, mean, I was losing. It's it's the uh, age old boohoo story of fantasy sports, right? But I um, I had a lot of a lot of games where I lost by like a point because you know I had a guy like um, benched on the on the last day of the week and things like that just happened early in the season, and it just got to a point where I couldn't overcome it because only four four teams in our league make the playoffs um but you know I have guys like you know Juan Soto who I'm gonna keep obviously Bellinger I it was a holdover he was like the lone good player on my team last year that I that I brought over but um what I started doing earlier in the year especially as as the season started to kind of slip is I was focusing on bringing in pitchers um specifically pitchers that were injured or maybe out for a long period of time and uh and really not gonna help me this year. And so if you're in a position like me, um, and especially if you have uh you know injury slots on your roster that you're not taking advantage of. I have guys, I'm gonna name um guys on my roster that I have right now that are on the injured list. I have Kluber. Um I got him in a trade. I didn't really give up that much for him, uh, but he was on the injured list for a long, long time uh this season, so I decided, hey, you know, screw it. I don't really need it this time. Um Severino from the Yankees. I actually picked him up from waivers early in the year and just stashed him on my injured list. Um I have Tyler Glasnow. I actually I, I don't know if I drafted him or picked him up a waivers early, early in the year, but I have him stashed away. Um, I ended up getting, I don't know if he'll be available, but I ended up uh, picking up from waivers, Jack Flaherty. Um, he'll probably be picked up in your league, but I got him. I bought very low on him. So I'm just trying to fit, think of guys and pitchers that um, can return to form next season. Uh, and I got another one. Um, the uh, the guy from uh, Oakland, Eric Montaz, who uh, got suspended. Um, he's a guy that probably before the end of the year, I'll probably be pick up and stash away on my roster, um, just because, hey, He's not going to help this year, but I think his suspensions ended maybe like the last week of the season. So he is going to have all of next season to uh, to play. And then there are some injured guys. Can you think of anything, uh, anybody else off the top of your head, Eric, who's injured that might be a good one? I mean, McCullers, I think, is out there. Um, he was out all this season, but he should be back next year. Is there anybody else in the you know kind of top of your head?
0: You know, the surprising thing when I was looking at that is that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Is out there in almost fifty percent of the leagues available. Yeah, Um, another guy where if you got you know a a keeper league and people are one of your you know leaders in the in the league is trying to make a play for the playoffs, they may have him and he's taken up a roster roster spot or something. You might be able to pull him away in a trade um, because he's out and you know people just kind of get desperate for that for that win this year. But to see him out there in that percentage of leagues, if you're in a keeper league and he's there, get him and stash him away right now. Um, As for next year, not so much injuries, but guys you can find out there. Uh, Brendan McKay, two-way player, has has struggled a bit this year, but he showed some flashes, and he's going to be a good option for next year. And even Dustin May, um, he's not going to get the starts down the stretch this year, but he should be in that rotation early next year, and he's out there in, in quite a few leagues to get your hands on as well.
1: Football season is around the corner, and Podcast One Sportsnet has the best shows to help you build the best fantasy team in the league. Listen to Jeff Radcliffe as he breaks down all of the latest NFL news on pro football-focused fantasy, then serve up some picks with Ross Tucker's Fantasy Feast and take a spin with award-winning finalists on the fantasy record or get all the tricks for fantasy sports and gambling with underdog sports fantasy hour dominate the competition and download new episodes of these shows and more every week on apple podcasts and podcast one As the month of August continues on, the action across the sports world continues to heat up with the MLB and NFL preseason already underway. Nothing better than when football is back. I love it. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. It's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code podcast1 for that 50% welcome bonus. Eric and I today are talking about current headlines in the MLB, and there's less than two months left. AL, you got the Yankees, Minnesota, and Houston. NL, you got the Dodgers, Cubs, and Braves. Who's going to win? We will see. Don't sit on the side anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code podcast one or text bet now that's b-e-t-n-o-w to the number 238669 to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus mlb action only two months left in the regular season get in while the getting's good betonline.ag your online sports book experts all right, now let's um, let's kind of move things over to, uh, I guess, the playoff chase and the World Series chase. And, you know, I'm going to kind of run through division by division. I'll go through and I'll look at um, some of these bet online odds uh, right now, the, the current futures um, that they have uh, listed and published out there. But, you know, American League, we've been talking about this, uh, you know, this division all year. Um, you know, the, the Red Sox at this point are 16, 16 games back of the Yankees. I don't think anybody saw 16 games back of the Yankees. I know, Eric, you and I like the Yankees, Certainly. I would say venture to say that as a team we loved the Yankees. Um I know the love word for the Yankees for you is probably a little strong, but you know, you liked the uh you like the uh the potential of this team. Um sixteen games back, I cannot believe it. Um in the playoff chase,
0: they're really falling off. I gotta say, they're not they're not gonna make the playoffs. Would you agree with that, Eric? No, they're they're done for at this point, barring just kind of a um An unprecedented, just a ridiculous run, kind of like we saw out of the Rockies back, I forget what year it was, when they were 18-20 or something down the stretch. Um, I really don't see it, um, because even just to get in, they'd have to sneak into the second playoff spot, which means they'd have to jump Tampa, Oakland, and uh, the Indians, and I just don't see it happening, no. I think your playoff ro- your playoffs for the uh, American League are, are fairly set short of maybe that second wild card or really the first you got three teams really vying for those those two wild card spots and that's pretty much where it's going to be which is just the, the Indians A's and, and Rays are going to kind of duke it out down the stretch to see who takes those two spots and who gets to get ousted in the first round by the uh, the Astros or Yankees
1: so this is funny I'm on oddshark.com. I usually use this to uh, you know to pull the lines and uh, the bet online odds for the Orioles winning the World Series is plus one, it's actually exponential. They can't even display it because the odds are so bad. It's plus one E plus zero six, which I'm assuming is $100,000 to one. So maybe I will bet that $1 on the Orioles and just pray, pray that I'm 100,000 <laughs> thousandaire. But um, no, 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 I go back. Uh, so I'm looking at the Yankees odds. Um, again, this is to win the World Series. Uh, the Yankees are at plus 325. So obviously they, like, uh, they are liked. Tampa Bay, um, also from the East, is at plus 2,800. So not as liked. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I haven't checked in. I know I have Glasnow. I don't think, you know, I know he's throwing, but I don't know if he'll be back for the playoffs. But if he comes back, um, you know, that could be oh, interesting. I'm not really thinking about that. I mean, it's, it's really, to me, Houston and New York. But um, what do you think about Tampa Bay?
0: Um, I like him. And as far as Glasnow, I, I think I read somewhere he might be coming back, but as a reliever at this point yeah. just because there's not enough to ramp up. Um, but that could be a good weapon for them you know, in the, uh, in the postseason to be able to bring him out of the bullpen for a couple of innings.
1: Yep. And we'll um, talk, I like the team. No, uh, sorry, you go ahead and finish up.
0: I, I I like the team. I do. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to take down, um, you know, Houston or New York or, or really even Minnesota. Um, just because of the offense, the twins have or any of them really. Yep. Um, in a postseason series, I really don't. Um, but then again, you never know with pitching, but I, yeah, I think they're going to make it. I think they'll, they'll make it interesting, but I don't think they're going to advance beyond, you know, the first round there. Maybe, you know, the division series.
1: Also another shout out to uh, my beloved Orioles. Um, they, uh, they are, I think they gave up, they tied the record for most home runs given up and there's 35 games left in the schedule. They probably already broke it like last night, but uh, I saw that and I was just like, Oh my gosh.
0: There, have you seen their, their run differential at this point?
1: Um, uh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Minus two fifty two. <laughs> I see.
0: Ugh. Actually, is, you know what? The
1: Tigers are minus two forty. They're not even so bad that they're not. I mean, both of those teams are just bad. Let's just say it that way. But yeah, at least yeah. the Tigers. Oh wow, the Tigers are actually worse. They're thirty eight and eighty six. Baltimore's forty one and eighty six. How
0: about that? Yeah, the Bal- Baltimore can't even uh, can't even tank a season properly. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they can't get anything right. Oh, my beloved
1: Orioles. Ay, ay, ay. Um. All right. Well, we'll talk about the Yankees later. I know because we're going to talk about you know the the deep playoff runs. so we're going to bring them up later. Uh, let's just move it to the Central. You got you know the Twins and the Indians have actually kind of turned things around um, with that young pitching, and you know Kluber's still waiting in the wings, but uh, you know they got uh, you know some good performances from their pitch as usual, right? So good for Cleveland. You know they're a, they're an organization that sustains. Uh, Bet online has Cleveland at plus sixteen hundred, and they have Minnesota at plus sixteen hundred again. This is to win the World Series, not the division. What do you? Think, Eric.
0: Um, you know the Indians. I I think they've been so red hot. I it always worries me when teams come in this hot towards the playoff stretch because eventually you're going to cool down, even if it's for a week or two. But that's gonna that could hurt you down the stretch. So they've been just so red hot and everything's been clicking so much. I think they're going to hit that little skid at some point, and it's going to cost them a chance to at least to win the division. I think it's the Twins to win that division. Um, that said, if the Indians get into the postseason, they could definitely right. cause some trouble because they've got a decent offense and they they can pitch, especially if Kluver's back.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things where like I'm I, I I agree with everything you said. I think Minnesota wins. And by the way, again, you know, shout out to Eric, and this is why I always kind of rely on him for the. Uh, the baseball stuff. He called Twins early. I mean, early. So, um, and he was on them even at the end of last season. So, good for uh, good for Eric. And then uh, Cleveland. You know, they're one of those teams that, like you said, I mean, they're they're kind of built for the postseason with their pitching. Um, they have a nice home field advantage uh, when they get there. Uh, you know, the 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 fans in Cleveland are some of the best fans in the country. You know, they support their teams. They come out for all their teams. Um, but uh, you know, the Indians are definitely a good one around there to support. But I agree. I think Minnesota wins. I think if Cleveland gets in there, the more dangerous of the playoff teams and then we'll move it out West. So you have Houston and then Oakland is still kind of hanging in there um, with the playoff chase that, um, you know, the, uh, the deactivation of, uh, is it Montez Montez? I always kind of forget how to pronounce it, but
0: um,
1: I think it's Montes but yeah, it could yeah, be good anyway. Montes like Mantis, but Montes. um, yeah, Oakland's hanging in there. That uh that suspension really hurt them. If he was there, they'd probably be in pole position for the playoffs as it stands. I think they're a game or maybe a half game out. Let me look, let me look. A half game behind Cleveland's. Uh, yeah, right now.
0: I think they're percentage points ahead of Tampa for that second spot right now. Actually. Oh, is that right? Oh in. yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, but I look at I look at over
1: under, I mean or um the total game. So uh Cleveland they're um they're down one win, but they're also down one loss. So you're right; they are in pole position because they have one one less loss. There you go.
0: Uh, but I think anyways, you get the battle of the money balls, the battle of the yeah. what? The money balls? Yeah. <laughs> the Money ball teams going in right there between them for that second spot. I mean, that could be interesting because neither one of them spends money.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yet they're always relevant. And Baltimore, actually, Baltimore's not really spending money, and they're not relevant anymore. They need to let that GM go. Um, actually, no, they do. They're under new management now, aren't they? Duquette's not there anymore, right? Baltimore. Um, I think he's is he still there? I can't. You know, they're so irrelevant now that I can't even. You know, his face is on a milk carton as far as I'm concerned. But obviously, Houston's going to win this division. But let's talk a little bit about Oakland, and then we'll go back and uh, talk about Houston versus New York because I know they're both our our LCS picks. Um, but oh, hold on, let me read you the odds uh let's see houston is plus 300 so they're actually the world series favorite at this point um over my uh new york and then um where is oakland oakland is at plus 3300 so not so strong odds but what do you think about uh oakland eric
0: uh, you know that they're, they're always there they're always around and they seem to do it with guys that just you never see coming or you don't expect i mean Brett Anderson, Homer Bailey, they're actually contributing. Uh, Mike Fiers is looking outstanding. Um, but I think it's going to be more of the same for them. They've got a good team. They're going to get in. The, they could you know, easily sneak in or get into the playoffs. They might even win the wild card game and get, you know, and have to go up against Houston or New York. And that's where it generally just kind of falls apart. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't see them getting really past one of those teams. Um, they can score with the best of them. They really can. Um, but that, those guys, I just, you know, Brett Anderson might be good, but you put him in the postseason, and it, it's, it's probably not going to go well And the same yeah. thing across the board there. So, you know, they could probably make some noise. They could make it interesting against New York. Um, I don't like their chances at all against Houston. Um, but I think against New York, they, they could make it interesting because the Yankees starting pitching worries me a bit. Um, that could change if Severino comes back strong, but at this point can you really really count on that
1: yeah right and then let's just talk Houston versus New York so are you leaning towards Houston at this point if so and why
0: uh honestly Zach ranky pushed him over the top um yeah I, I you got to go into a postseason series against Houston and you're facing Verlander Garrett Cole and Zach Rehnke in some combination for probably at least five of those games possibly six it's an unenviable unenviable position for anybody it I it's it's terrifying,
1: <laughs> <Legitimately>. <laughs> yeah. And you know a lot of those guys are battle tested, right in the uh, in the postseason exactly. too, which is a big one for me. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's hard to argue against that. Let's go National League, um, starting with the East. You have the Braves uh, and the Nationals are uh, definitely actually they're in the uh, the playoff hunt right now in terms of the wild card. So Nationals kind of woke up a little bit. Uh, wouldn't you go or wouldn't you know it? Nationals get rid of Bryce Harper. Um, and they are ahead of the Phillies. Um, So, you know, paying that big contract isn't always the right move. But let me go up to Atlanta. The bet online odds are plus 1,200. And then the bet online odds for Washington are plus 2,500. So just talk about that division. How do you see it playing out?
0: Um, I think Atlanta's going to pull it out. Um, I don't see that being a problem. There are some head-to-head – you know, I think they've got them quite a few games uh, head-to-head going against the Nationals there for the rest of the year. But I think the Braves will pull that one out. They've been – Kind of hanging on and really not losing any ground despite having a ton of injuries over the last few weeks. They've lost Riley. They've lost um, Swanson. They just lost McCann, and yet they continue to find ways. And mainly that's because of Acuna turning in it, you know, really turning in an MVP caliber year. Freeman doing the same thing. Donaldson and just the top four guys in their order really have been unbelievable <clears throat> in carrying that team.
1: Yeah, and then moving it so over.
0: Uh, then... Oh,
1: no, I was going to say moving it over to the Central. You have uh, St. Louis at plus two thousand. You have Chicago at where are you? Chicago plus two thousand. Then Milwaukee, who's still kind of hanging in there, they're at plus thirty three hundred. Um, but let's see. So Chicago is up a half game at this point. The Cardinals woke up. They're the they're the team that we both liked at the beginning of the season, and they're getting hotter late. So what do you think about the Central?
0: Um, I'm still hanging on to the Cardinals to to pull it out. I like what Flaherty's done there. Um, he's really kind of proven to be, you know, that, that top rotation guy, especially coming on lately, and I, I think they're going to pull it out just because the Cubs just seem to kind of shoot themselves in the foot, yeah. especially on the road. Um, they have not played as well on the road, and I think they're going to have to, you know, down the stretch, and I, I think they might be able to sneak into the playoffs there, um, into the wild card, and, and have to take on the Nationals, but I think it's the Cardinals division at, at this point is where I'm looking.
1: Yeah, and then out west you have the Dodgers. Um, really, I mean, just running away with it, let's be honest. Um, you know, we'll talk about the Dodgers in a little bit. But, you know, you got Arizona, who I guess is still alive. I mean, the, the wild card chase, there's a lot of teams alive. San Francisco is still alive. Um, Milwaukee, like I said, you got the Phillies and the Mets. Um, why don't you just go on your tangent about the Mets right now <laughs> before we move it on?
0: You know, it... Look, they played well. They had a good stretch of baseball. They really, really did. But to look around and see everyone just crowning, I I physically saw multiple news outlets saying they should be the favorite to go to the World Series in the National League. They beat up on some of the worst teams in baseball, which, hey, it's it's supposed to do as a good team or a decent team or whatever. But all of a sudden they had a good stretch of baseball and now they're, you know, (laughs) the second coming. But I mean, pump the brakes. I mean, they came in, and what did they do? They went and finally faced a, a division-leading team in the Braves, and they got beat. Right. I, you know, the Braves took you know took the series, and, and it wasn't that close. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're not a good team, and they could sneak in, you know? I mean, it's very possible they're a game and a half out. If the Cardinals hit the skids or if the Nationals do, it's very possible the Mets could sneak their way in there, but... I, I just don't see it at this point. I don't see this, and the Phillies, you know, I don't see it either. Um, you know, they love, they're kind of that hype train, the Phillies. They're that hype train where just because, oh, now we played a couple of good games, now we're back on it. They've they have been essentially a 500 team all year. They're six games over right now, and yeah, Harper hits a grand slam, and now all of a sudden we're back. <laughs> Devil's
1: advocate for the Yank, or, uh, for the Mets, um, who are plus 3,300, by the way. They, um... You know, their their starting pitchers are good, but I agree with you. I mean, I don't I don't think they're the World Series favorites or anything like that. But I could see how they could, um, like a couple of years ago when they I think they knocked the. Um the the cubs off uh and there i think we might i think they went to the world series that year if i'm not mistaken but um you know if the if the pitching gets hot they do have the talent on the roster but yeah I, i'm agree with you the dodgers by the way are plus 300 so they're definitely a uh, along with the houston they are co-favorites to win the world series so let's just talk about the playoffs is anybody from the uh, from the national league's anybody beating the dodgers
0: ah uh. <laughs> Um, you know the of the teams that that could the only one I could see potentially pulling it off I mean the Nationals could if Scherzer is healthy um, but I don't see it and I think Atlanta could they just saw it they can battle and they can duke it out with them it would not be a series that would go four games it would be you know down to the wire seven games in an NLCS I think Atlanta could eke one out although I'd still put money on the Dodgers um, but that is a team that just fights And, you know, they took two or three from the Dodgers over the last weekend. It's, it's, it's something they can do. They could do, um, yeah, to put the odds a little lower, but it's definitely, if if any team would be able to pull it off and scratch their way through that series, I think it would be the Braves just because that's the type of team they are.
1: Yep, yeah, and then let's uh, just talk about World Series. So I think that, uh, you know, I think because you said uh, you, you'd put money on the Dodgers, it's, I got to think that your matchup is uh, Houston versus L.A. So how do you think that would pan out? you think Houston would kind of run away with that, with that starting pitching, or do you think that would be a fight as well?
0: Oh, no, that would be a fight down to it. I think that would be – I mean, I think they have the better starting pitching, although it's not – actually, well, yeah, I mean, it's not that far off. I mean, you know, you're pitting – uh, Verlander versus Kershaw, Ryu versus Cole, um, you know, Bueller versus um, Grinky. So really yep. it's not that far of a stretch. I think you're looking at a, a really, honestly, you're looking at the bullpen at that point between those two teams. Sure. Uh, I think that would be one of those series that would probably go seven games and just kind of be like we've seen in the last few years, which is leads changing and seven different times down the last three, four innings of the game. Um, I would probably Probably, just because I've seen more um, of what the Dodgers can do and what they can't do, I'd put my slight money on the Astros, actually, in that one, surprisingly enough. But it would be a very, very close series, and I would not feel comfortable putting a bet on either one. <laughs> that's good. At least not with substantial money.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, I think that's good, man. Do you have any other uh, notes for the uh, for the listening and now viewing, by the way? We're on YouTube. Uh, listening and viewing audience.
0: Uh no I think I've I've hit all my tangents we talked about the Mets we go. talked about Pluto, so I think we're good there you go well um I, everybody
1: I appreciate you uh, listening thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in and you heard the expert himself baseball ulama he is I'm telling you like he hits like ninety five percent of the time he's so good if uh, if the, if he hit that well in little league he'd be playing in the major leagues right now I can tell you ninety five percent anyway so everybody out there uh, go out make some bets get paid.